Hello, my friends. Welcome to Passion and Potential. I'm Aristasia, your host, and I'm going to help you pursue your passions and realize your full potential within. So for today's episode, I have a wonderful, wonderful guest. My good friend, Jake Sudnick, is here talking with me. He is such a motivating person. He's just full of life, super inspirational. He's going to talk about his journey through this phase of his life about finding himself and exploring passions and deciding, you know, which direction he wants to take his life and just how he's gotten to be where he's currently at. So I'm going to go ahead and let him introduce himself and we're just going to roll with it. All right. Awesome. So I'm happy to be here today. And I, I always think that that's the funniest question is introduce yourself, right? Where do you start? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the all the memes that you see is like my worst nightmare is tell me something, a fun fact about yourself while we go around the circle. So. <laughs> Like college, everyone was like, don't make me do it, don't make me do it. What do you say? So I guess I guess the go-to things for me um, would be, uh, again, Jake Sudnick. I'm a podcaster as well. I'm also a real estate agent. I have been for the past it's seven years now, I guess. Wow. So it's been a little while. Um, but yeah, overall, I, I, I there's a lot of things about me. Hobby enthusiast. And <laughs> one of the things that I really deeply care about is helping people. And I think that we share that similar goal. Yeah. Is, and one thing that I've been working on, and we'll talk about this a little bit later through my show and my podcast that we've been doing, is kind of finding myself a little bit more and figuring out what path I'm taking to better help people. Because I get th that's one of the things that fires me up in life. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So I just recorded an episode yesterday where I talk about how I – it's funny you say it because I, uh -huh. I talk about how the past few years have been so transitional because I was finding myself. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just ready to be, like, found. <laughs> like, like, I'm ready to, like, have it figured out. And so that's why yeah. my word of the year is, like, clarity and whatnot. Nice. But because I'm like, okay, like, I've done all this hard work to find myself. But through that, like you said, you can help so many other people. It's insane. Yeah. And this is like, this is my, this is my final form me. But I think the part of that too is like the, the like full potential. But I, I think that part of it is, is that you don't ever stop that. Right. And no. that's what keeps people like yourself going is that you just always want to keep going. Well, right. And like, you gotta, you gotta like adapt and you gotta go with the, you know, go with life. And yeah. I don't know. I think that you just learn and you try and always be better. You don't get complacent. <laughs> Which is a tough one. That's tricky. <laughs> so I told Jake uh, when we were trying to figure out what what we were going to talk about in today's episode, I was like, why don't we just <laughs> turn on the mic? I'm going to ask you what are things that fire you up? What are things you're super passionate about? What is something you can literally rant about? Mm -hmm. And it, time would just go by so quick. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do. Um, he started to tell me and then he was like, no, you need to start recording because I'm going to like... <laughs> get too fired up talking about it so yes but that being said like if you had to kind of like think of like what comes to your mind if you were to think of something that really you feel deeply about and yeah. you could just rant so it's it's interesting because immediately there's like a bunch of things that come to my mind but there, because and I'm like a I have to like I have to pick a, a topic because for me I have a thing where I just like love hobbies and I'll get really obsessed with little things for a short period of time. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like a rotating wheel of interest for me. But when it comes to actual things that I care about deeply. Like your values. Yeah. Value things. That's a good, that's a good way to describe it. <laughs> values. <laughs> because those, yeah, they're, they're, there's a lot for me. But when, I, I guess the big like deep value thing for me, I found it in my previous career that I really enjoyed the aspect of when I was working in real estate and real estate sales was my primary job that I liked the part where I was helping people. Mm -hmm. Now, that is something that's changed over the years where there's, you know, parts of that career. Sometimes it doesn't always feel like that's happening. But when I was working, so I was part of a real estate team before I was a solo agent. And one of my roles on that group was that I really worked with people on coaching and I actually was a success coach for the team for a while. So, oh, that is absolutely aligned with what you like yes, to do. Yes, <laughs> yes. Now the pandemic drew that period very short, so I was only in that role for a little bit. But Rest I, in peace. Yeah, I know, right, RP. It was <laughs> good run while it lasted. Um, no, but it was. So I, I've been involved in that world for a long time. So like, it was right when I actually started in real estate. I want to say, gosh. It was 2015, so how many years ago was that now? Are we seven years? Uh, we're in 22, so you do the math. <laughs> Shit, I'm so old. <laughs> okay, so, so seven years ago now, like one of my first experiences in that world was getting involved with like 
coaching and mentoring, and I was being coached and mentored in that. And I didn't, I think what made me so interested in that world is how much it helped me personally, because there's something that changes, like, you've always been self-employed, right? Mm -hmm. Like, pretty much always. Pretty much, yeah. Like, uh, 20 years old, 21. (laughs) So, yeah. So, I don't know, do you remember a time when you had a job, like, way back then? Yes, I had a full-time job, believe it or not. I worked in an office. No one believes it, because I don't belong in an office. (laughs) But, yeah. So, my, my point of that being, when I was, so when I was in that world and switched over from waiting tables to getting into real estate, I got involved with this coaching and this whole idea, like my first experience was this big retreat that we went out to in Vegas. And it was really overwhelming to me because there's like these people on stage and there's like 4,000 people in the crowd and everybody's like super excited and they're all like cheering and stuff. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Like I thought like a real estate agent, like they, they open doors and stuff. Like, I don't know what this is. So it was a weird world to get like thrown into. And I literally had been, I wasn't even licensed yet. So I, I oh was, gosh. I had worked there for literally like two days and this was like my first experience. Way to be extreme. Yeah. So yeah, I, and I, I, I just, so I was full in, I had quit my other job. I had already given that up and I didn't know what I was doing. So now back before I get way too off on the tangent, the, <laughs> the, the passion, the passion part of this was, okay. So I saw all these people so fired up and then uh, there was something that I learned at that at, at that retreat, the first one I went to and the subsequent following ones, that there's a control you have in your life by, you know, certain actions you take. So sometimes it's easy to get swept into the idea of things happen to me, but you can also make things happen. Mm, I love that. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a, it was a really nice and important thought yeah. for my life because that really spurred this passion of like, okay, I can not only help myself do better by creating a plan and following that plan and hitting a goal that I want to hit, but if there's people out there, you know, you have to want it. You have to want to be, <laughs> you You can't just do, say you want this and then it happens, but if you really are willing to follow right. that, there's people out there that need and want that help, and I feel like I can be one of those people that guide those, that guide others, so. So have you always um, been, like, a very, like, helpful person? Like, I'm yeah. curious where that that developed in you like I'm very helpful because I think I grew up being oldest sister like I was used to kind of like what where do you think that stems from is it just like it's just your heart it's just your personality trait it's probably from people pleasing honestly (laughs) so it probably came from like a (laughs) we're toxic (laughs) no but there's something about that that like yeah okay it's uh I'm only half kidding. <laughs> that I know. I mean, people yeah. pleasing is like something. It's real. A lot right. of people struggle with it, and it's it's good, but it's also bad. You know. Yeah. So there's a part of that, but there. I think the way that I try to put a positive spin on that <laughs> is like, okay, yes, I know I have this tendency, but I also get a lot of fulfillment out of <laughs> when I see people succeed. So how do I make it so? I can do that, but it doesn't take away from me because that's where it becomes negative, right? Is it yeah. making, is it becoming a problem for you where you're putting so much before yourself that you don't care about yourself? So there, there's a balance there. As my therapist would say, boundaries. Boundaries, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and what is that quote that's like, you can't pour from an empty cup? Like, you have to take care of yourself first, too. And yes. you also have to please, you know, like your own life and your own ambitions in order to help other people with their life and their ambitions. So. Nice. I feel like that we've probably both done episodes on this about talking about this exact point where it's like, okay, yes, yeah, so you de- so self-care like, first, self-care right, first. Right, like it's interesting though to play off of, you know, like someone else who also yeah. does it because it, it, it's crazy too when you meet someone who isn't a natural born people pleaser. Yes. I'm like, how you do that? <laughs> like, I'm like, what? teach me, like what? Like that's not the first thought that goes through your head. Right, it is interesting, and I think that it, when you kind of can break that thought a little mm-hmm. bit too, right, that's also really important and powerful because then you're taking, uh, again, something that it's kind of natural to you, but you can you can rationalize it a little yeah. bit more. So, yeah, that's that's a big one for me is that really just finding a way to help people in a healthy manner, and if if you're doing good for yourself, then mm-hmm. it keeps that ball rolling in a good way. So. And so when when you say like you like to help people, yeah. um, where would you say like where's the little buckets with that? Like so obviously like when you were doing real estate, you're helping people buy a home. So yeah. like in a sense you're helping people, but also with your podcast, you're helping people with their journeys. So yeah. like where do you think that 
you really like see yourself helping people the most slash want to see yourself helping people the most Ooh, okay. even if you're not there yet oh so this is a really good question because this is literally what my podcast is about yes. so my, <laughs> finding self yeah finding self so because there's this the general idea is that you're finding this better you know I, I believe that everybody has a version of themselves that they already are it's just kind of bringing the best out of it mm-hmm. so for me right now I'm fun words, in a transitional period where I feel like I'm kind of moving through this Limbo. process. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's guided. There's there's parts to it that are for sure in a, in a direction. So, I'm sorry, t- take me back a second. I totally rambled off your question. No worries. So, I said, so like obviously with real estate, mm-hmm. you help people buy a house, but I'm yeah. saying like where do you see your most passion in helping people? And yeah. even if you're not there yet, like what is helping people look like for you? So, I, I think of it on scale too, because part of me, when I'm when I was working in real estate, and this is part of the reason why I've become a I, I disenfranchised isn't the right word for it, but I feel like there's a part of me that wants to move out of that career path mm-hmm. because I have this constant underlying feeling that I could be doing more and I could be doing greater and I could be pushing further. You know what though? That's like. That is, like, such a gut feeling, though. You know what I mean? Like, if you... There's that one quote that's, like, if something's... I don't know the exact words, but it's, like, if something's on your mind all the time, it's, like, on it for a reason. Yes. And I I feel you on that, (laughs) because... It's like it like consumes you, and it's like you know if you could, if you want if you could be doing more, yeah. you want it so bad that it you almost feel unaligned with what you're currently doing. Yes. So it's hard to feel pa- as passionate about something when you know Definitely. it's not your future or it's not your next step. Absolutely, and and with what I'm doing in real estate, I, I like the part where I actually like working with other agents if it's helping them achieve more of what they want because to me that just feels more in line with it mm-hmm. on a client to client basis for some reason you know it's it was nice at the beginning and now i, I feel like a lot of it, it can become it can become a lot of negativity that you got to steer people out of so that that's a little tricky yeah and as far as like what i would want moving forward i would love to continue growing the show that i do more mm-hmm. and this is an interesting thing that this kind of spins off of this that i wanted to talk to you about Ooh, here fun. because yes, yes. <laughs> Because I think that this follows along the lines of your show, but with passion and your career, can, from your perspective, those things move parallel or maybe not together? Because I think that there are some people that may have a career that is, you know, it's good, it pays the bills, but their passion exists outside of their work. So what are your thoughts on that? Uh, Well, first of all, props to them, because I don't know how to be someone like that. (laughs) Like, I physically could... I struggle with wrapping my head around something, even if money is attached to it, Yeah. if I'm not passionate about it. I really mm. struggle with it. Um, okay. And I think that's actually been a lot of the growth I've even had in my own life, in my own career, even mm. with weddings. Like, there, it got to a point where I wasn't feeling passionate, not about weddings as a whole, but as the certain type of weddings I was doing. Sure. The big, big weddings where everyone's just doing it to please the 300 guests. There's no intimate moments. It's not about their love story. You know, it, it's yeah. really chaotic. And even though I'm being creative and I'm being a photographer, my two biggest, like, you yeah. know, things I've wanted for my life, I, I like, remember talking to people and being like, I feel, I feel bratty because I don't feel passionate about this. Mm. And they're like, yeah, but it's good money. And I'm like, Ugh. but, okay. but I just, but, and I think that kind of yeah. goes hand in hand with what you said, though, where it's like, I, it one if, if it's on your mind it's on your mind but yeah. two if you feel like you are capable of more you're probably capable of more and I was done with it you know yeah. what I mean I wasn't feeling passionate about it anymore and that's okay yeah it's your life I mean you get to make what you want yeah so is that where is that like the little roadblock you're in right now that's interesting <laughs> yeah no no that definitely like like lit something up in my head because it's exactly it's very very similar where mm-hmm. it's like you almost feel bad about it. You're like, okay, Guilty. well, yeah, because yeah. you're doing well. You're you're hitting good milestones. Yes. You're, su- you're you're successful in everybody else's eyes. And you look at it, and you're like, for some reason, it still just doesn't feel it right. It just doesn't feel right. It doesn't <laughs> feel like, aligned. I was like, what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah. You're doing you're you're doing great. This is like, like from the outside looks so awesome. Yeah. Right. So that's a little bit of it for sure. Where you know there is part of that where. Part of me feels a little bit bad about it. Like, should I just be happy for what I have? But I can't. But if you're, but if that's <laughs> what I'm saying, though, but at the end of the day, if something's yeah. nagging at you, it's probably for a reason, right? Yes. Um, and I get, I, I did the same thing. I remember being like, oh my gosh, when you were 20 years old and miserable working at the office, you would have dreamed to do yeah. these big weddings. Well, I did them. 
So now I'm ready for the next thing. Now I'm ready to like move on to my yeah. next passion. So when I talked about a little very briefly earlier mentioning being kind of like a hobbyist, yes. I think that part of that com- came from this year was like trying to explore different passions and figuring out, hey, is there a route that I like here enough that this could be something that I can take that to the next level mm-hmm. that I can explore and you know use that core value to expand on a little bit. So for me, like this year was traveling a bunch throughout the summer and like, oh, but do I want to be a travel blogger? Do I want to, uh, do I, should I give photography a shot? I'll take a couple pictures and see how that works. And yes. then like all of this stuff where I was, you know, there's so many different things where I'm like, maybe I'll just, maybe I'll just look. Maybe I'm too involved with society. I should go camping for a while and see if I need to get away. So it was definitely like a lot. And then like, I don't know, there's several other things, but a lot of that. And I think that what I came to a conclusion on after all of that was, okay, you you don't have to run away. You don't have, I I did kind of relatively deconstruct my life and we, we, talked about this off mic for a second but we're totally gonna get to it yeah (laughs) i want to know all the tea (laughs) we'll we'll go into that here in a little bit but yeah so i I kind of this year was a lot of exploration and and my general consensus after all of Mm -hmm. that was take the plan you're in a good position right now you can execute a plan you don't have to do what you did when you were 23 years old and start from absolutely zero. <laughs> you don't have to. And I, that's the thing is like, you really can make your life yeah. what you want it to be. You don't have to do anything. Exactly. So right now I'm in a position where I'm, I'm very lucky to be there, but I want to build out a little bit more of my real estate thing to make it travel on its own and cool. work a little bit more by itself. So that can be my base. And then from there I can really start pushing into the things that I like and care more about uh, being things like the show being things like, you know, I think that meeting people and traveling is really important. It's so, you get so much perspective. And yes. and like you were saying, like through every bit of like finding yourself, you're also helping other people. And I feel like that's similar to traveling and meeting people. It's like yes. you're just constantly learning so much about yourself and other people in the process. Definitely, definitely. I do have to say one thing. Um, so a lot of times I get the question from people, they're like, what if I'm not passionate? Or what if like I don't have a passion? Ooh, okay. I get this all the time because they're like, I'll tell them about the podcast. And they're like, well, that's not for me because I don't have a passion. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh. I, I get that. <laughs> that's tough sometimes. But, no, but here's the thing. Um, I think you have to give yourself a lot of credit. And I think you need to like give yourself a win for this is yeah. the fact that you are willing to try so many things mm-hmm. to explore finding a passion. Yeah. And that's why I tell people all the time, I'm like, you have to try things. Like, you have to try them. Like, I bought this cricket that I've been talking about for three <laughs> years. Yeah. And, and I just kept telling myself I wouldn't like it. And now I freaking use it every day. Like, you know what I mean? That's so, like, awesome. that's obviously not my passion. But but that's what I mean. It's like, you have to explore and, and like, really just be open-minded to camping in the woods and being a loner. Open-minded to travel blocking like do you have to try in order to even recognize if that could be a passion so I just I when you were saying all that I was like wow I don't think he realizes how helpful that was and how (laughs) how many people don't do it though it gives you you, depth as a you should really um you should be proud of yourself you should yeah no that's sweet so what's the give me an off the wall thing that you've tried that was out of your normal scope (laughs) that you thought like maybe this would be maybe this would be the route that I could get into oh gosh um I'm sure you've got something I'm sure I do Not counting the time I tried basketball in high school. that I, I didn't make it through the practice. I'm not kidding. Like, the first day of practice, I walked out 20 minutes in. So, that we're not going to count that one. <laughs> um, probably just ver- different versions of photography. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I at the beginning, I, like, really tried to do it all. Okay. And Because and, I didn't... I just knew I liked photography. I liked creating. I liked art. Yeah. yeah. I really liked like my camera. Like nice. and I liked like learning how to use it properly. Mm-hmm. So when I first um started like actually learning photography, I yeah. did everything. Oh, and I very quickly learned like I hate that. <laughs> like I'm not a wildlife photographer. Like, no, I don't care about birds. I don't. I'm sorry. Like you'll never catch me out in the snow or in the woods photographing an owl. I'm not gonna do it. I don't care about the owl. But <laughs> so I also... anybody who was gonna have a bird themed wedding, you might be out. <laughs> I'm scared it's... of birds too, so maybe that's a little bit of it. Um, and then like I. Like, I think at one point, like, someone was like, oh, you should do birth photography because it's, like, makes really good money. And then I was like, yeah. And I added it to my website. Yeah. No, I don't want to do birth photography. I'm, like, 
terrified of blood and needles. Like, oh, no. <laughs> like, like I'm sure, like, there's a person for it, and it's so beautiful for yeah. them, but it's not for me. Oh, my gosh. So, okay. I guess, like, if I had to be very specific, it's, like, the certain types of photography I tried just yeah. because I was relating them to, well, like, what do I find out I like? A, B, how do I make money? Like, I just yeah. went full-time and I'm 21 years old. Like, I have no plan, you know? Just throwing things at the wall. So I just tried one. everything. I was doing, like, corporate headshots. I was doing band photography. I'm, I'm not a band photographer. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, I guess, like, if I were to relate it to photography, a completely separate hobby, I'll have to think about that. Because I'm sure I got them. I try, I... I have ADHD. I try everything. No, that's I get good, bored. But it's a good thing, right? Because learning what you don't like is almost as important sometimes as learning the things that you do like, right? Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, I learned I hate hiking in the snow. Like, I hiked in Colorado, and I wanted to cry. And I, I genuinely, at one point, <laughs> I think I remember, I genuinely remember thinking, what if I just didn't finish this, and maybe a helicopter would come save me? <laughs> I hated it. I just throw up a smoke signal right now. Will someone and, like, come? Everyone else was thriving. They were on cloud nine. They were like, it's so beautiful. And I'm like, yeah, it's pretty, but I'm cold and I'm like, out of breath. I've never felt worse. <laughs> like, I literally was counting the minutes till it was over. Oh, my God. That's so, terrible. yeah, I've tried a lot of things to see if I could be that girl or that yes. person. And it turns out there's a lot of things I love and there's a lot of things I don't. <laughs> and that's the fun part, so right? no hiking in the snow for me. No, thank you. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I will not photograph your snowy mountain weather. <laughs> I can't do it. Beaches all day. Bring me yes, up. I will go to any beach. But... So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm like you. I've tried a lot. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think that comes just hand in hand, like you said, with, like, finding yourself. I think mm-hmm. we're very, like, self-developmental. That, that's right. We're yeah, yeah, self-developmental yeah. people. Yeah. So, like you said earlier, like, we're constantly trying to, like, go forward and be the best versions yeah. of ourselves. So, of course, we're going to the moment something's not aligned. Hey, let's try other things and see what feels more aligned. Yes. <laughs> what <laughs> makes my heart happy. Right. It's, and it can be confusing sometimes because that isn't always a clear path. No. Right? And it can be defeating, too. Because yeah. then you almost feel lost. And you're like, oh, no. Like, like, do, will I ever figure it out? Like, what if I'm just always going to be this little lost puppy black sheep that, like, doesn't feel like it fits into any one area? Yeah. And it's, it's crazy because it's all in your own head and nothing could have changed from one month to three months later. You could be doing the exact same thing and you're like, this isn't right anymore. It's not right. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's not right anymore. And so that's yeah. actually something I've worked really hard though on is yeah. like really like honing in on like what are my like core values yeah. to try and stay aligned. And and I think I might have an idea of them now. I think they'll also change. Ooh. Like I, I do. Like I know for a fact, like if I were to like look at the last decade of my life. There's some that have stayed, right? Yeah. Like, and, and I really try and, like, focus in on that. Like, this one has stayed consistent. It didn't change. Um, but I do think that, like, just the more you grow and the more you find yourself and whatnot, like, you, your values might change a little too. But I really uh-huh. do try and focus on, like, what was that one or two, you know, thing that really stuck with you? Like, it's just always been there. So yeah. whenever I'm feeling, like, real, like, out there and like I'm like not on the right page I'm like okay like what think about like what really has always like set your soul on fire you know what I mean yeah yeah and you know I think that kind of leads in and I've been avoiding this part a little bit but I think that leads into the deconstructing phase a little bit because (laughs) I, I I think that that was something that was important to happen for me this past year so for everybody listening so you have a better idea of what was going on and this this goes into uh my personal life a little bit too so uh with being seven years into my career it was you know a big commitment I was also seven years into a relationship at that time and like your whole 20s yeah my whole 20s so all of it had been this one path right so I was all on board this is the way I'm going and you know it was interesting how I feel like the pandemic part of everything kind of threw a little bit of a wrench into it and made me like take a step back because my nose was so down to, like, the, what is it, nose to the grindstone. You're, yeah. you're so focused in on what you're doing that sometimes you don't pay attention to how life is happening around you. Well, and you also kind of get focused on what you should be doing. Yes. So you're like, I should be selling these houses. I should be grinding. Absolutely. But, like, the pandemic made everyone slow down and be like, well, what do I want to do? <laughs> it forced me to stop. So Good. after that, like, 
years of just going. And I'm, I'm happy that it happened because it, I felt like in my life that it actually happened. And I know a lot of people weren't this lucky, but at a good time that, you know, um, what's the best way to say it? So I, that prior year before everything started, um, I was starting to feel really worn down. I had, mm-hmm. you know, going into work, I used to be excited and energetic, and I, I was dragging, you oh, know. No. It, it got rough. It was to the point where I didn't want to do the phone calls I was doing anymore. My groups that I was all part of, like my networking groups, I, I used to get a lot of enjoyment out of, like, talking to those people. It felt stressful to me. It felt oh, like every no. single day was like, okay, this is a task I have to complete. And on the other side of that, it was... Um, it was a lot of just trying to figure out, okay, like, should I keep following this path because it doesn't feel good? You know, everything that it started to really just not feel good. And and with that, um, as I worked through that, and part of part of it, I think, was the relationship I was in was probably not the right fit. So yeah. it's kind of interesting. All these, like, life things tie in at once. And I couldn't really identify at the time what the problem was. All I knew was I was super anxious. I was super yeah. depressed. I spent, <laughs> I spent months in bed where I was just like laying and staring at my ceiling like there got to a point where after I started getting rid of things in my life like the things that had built up my career Mm -hmm. I was like okay I'm not doing the networking groups I'm not doing this anymore and once things were kind of locked down I'm just like staring at the ceiling like okay what you know what do I do now because (laughs) it was it was defeating and it was one of those things where I felt like maybe I had to find out what the bottom was and kind of figure out okay I take away all of the extra things, all of the things that I've I've put together, and what do I actually care about? Because when I had all of these other obligations to be it uh, people or organizations or whatever it was, I couldn't really, I couldn't get out of that little bit of that people-pleasing mindset and think about what I actually cared Mm. about. So it almost required me to deconstruct everything and then put it back together. Luckily... Luckily, the past year putting things back together has been much easier. Oh, good. Be- because I feel like I had some, I had some foundations. You know, the things that you learn and the things that you yeah. practice for years, those don't go away, and skills are transferable. So, yeah. it, it's for anybody who's struggling with that, and this is talking to everyone out there that's listening. If you're in a position where you are struggling with that, you can you can build back, and sometimes building back goes a little bit better than it does the first time around because you've done so much. You know, you've lived yeah. so much in your life and we're a, we're a bunch of our experiences combined. Right, and with every experience you also build like strength and stamina too. You exactly. know what I mean? So it's like it doesn't seem so hopeless. <laughs> yes. So that all coming back together, I mean, was a big part of me kind of right now there's a lot of things that are similar in my life, but the way that I operate on a day-to-day basis has become much more aligned with what I mm-hmm. like. And it's allowed me to have those exploration, this exploration period where I'm finding out more of the things I care about. And that's been the biggest change from the past year or two is that I've really been able to focus in on the things that I care about more. Now, does that make you excited or does that give you anxiety? You know, in, in both a, <laughs> a, a little bit. But it's not the same kind of anxiety yeah. that the... And when I, like, when I was dealing with, like, bad anxiety, mm-hmm. like, I, and I'm, I'm an anxious person. Got ridden, yes. yeah. <laughs> like, I, I have physical symptoms from it, too, where joints will hurt, body will hurt, stomach. <sighs> I'll feel like I'm having a heart attack, that kind of thing. So healthy. Super good, yeah. So, <laughs> so, and if for anybody that ever listens to me talk mm-hmm. on my thing, you'd know a lot about that already. Yeah, go listen to the episode, yeah. it's a good one, though. Yeah. I, I was like, wow. <laughs> so, but all of that, um, yeah, no, it, it. It's not the same, though. Like, there's an anxiousness, but it's good. It's mm-hmm. like, this is propelling you in the right direction. So that, I think, is the difference. Ultimately, yeah. You're yeah. you're looking at it with more, like, positivity. And, yeah. like, you know you don't have it all figured out right now. But, like, mm-hmm. you put, maybe have a little bit more trust in the process, like you were saying. Trust in the process, and it feels exciting. And maybe it's just because it, it doesn't feel as planned as it was before. Mm-hmm. I think that you've talked about this on one of your shows, that, and this is, goes more to like the day-to-day, mm-hmm. is that some people focus and they do really well off of like having a regimented schedule of this, 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 this. <laughs> and I feel like my life was too much of that. And when I started like changing it to like, okay, I'm working a little bit more with how I'm feeling and I'm yeah. trying to align more with that. I, when you said that, I actually made a change in what I was doing oh, based cool. off of that. And no, I mean it genuinely, and it really yeah, helped. No, I'm saying, like, that's awesome. <laughs> that makes me happy. It really, really helped me um, because it was, like, one of those things where I had bought into this idea of I have to live 
such a regimented thing and it yeah. is it's still important to have that on some level but being able to really focus on okay this day i'm going to take advantage of this way that you know how i feel yeah. today man that made a big difference I, for me and i think it so like it's a really fine line and balance of like discipline yeah but like also like allowing yourself to embrace what you are feeling strongly about that day so like yeah. you know discipline like discipline looks like okay well you have to get your emails done like even if you don't feel like it but like on another aspect it's like if you're feeling really creative and chatty like by all means take the four hours and just record on your podcast for four hours like like it's not often that like yes. I shouldn't say often but it's not every day that like you have those like bursts of like deep passion like that so like when you like feel like you can yeah. passionately talk about something like do it you know what I mean even yeah. if you should do the laundry or you should go to the networking event whatever it is sure. it's like sometimes I think you just really have to look at you know what like what am I really feeling right now yeah. um, but also keep like being disciplined in mind and that you can't always be a big <laughs> yes you can't be everywhere because I've definitely done that I've like <laughs> done both extremes I've done like where I'm like just a fun sucker and yeah. then I've done where I'm like apparently not I don't even have a business, so I just do whatever I want. I frolic through fields. <laughs> You're like, hold on, wait up. There's that, there's an other side to that. Be careful. Don't go too far. Well, don't go too far. <laughs> Trust me on that one. Like, because, woo, I was up in the clouds. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, you have to find balance. But, yeah. but I think it does, you know, you if you are feeling so passionate about something on a day, like, I think that is one thing that people should take more advantage of. Especially because yeah. passion brings you so much happiness. Like, that yeah. is such a joyful feeling. It's when you're fired up, right? Definitely. And don't you feel even like in this aspect, when you're recording on a day that you are really going, yes. it, you get better quality too. It's like it's like oh, trying to force it. I've tried. It's bad. It's like <laughs> trying to force it. art, right? Like it's like, I, I, oh my gosh, I, so yes. I'm not, I'm not like capable of painting and stuff, but like when it comes, so I, I enjoy hey, writing. If you listen to my episodes, you know what? I say not to say that. Have you seen my dexterity? I'm like, yeah, you guys can't see it. My hands are probably shaking right now. It might be the coffee. But it's, yeah, from, so writing, I like I journal and I write, and that's kind of my outlet. And for that, even days like that, I'm like, I need to force myself to try and write something. And, and sometimes it's just, it's writer's block, creative just, block, call it what you want. Yeah, I just throw things away. I'm like, I hate it. That is like, that is like <laughs> the one little bit hard thing, though, about uh, creativity, though. It's yes. like, where do you draw the line? Like, there's been sometimes I've had a mural booked and I wake up and I'm like, oh, oh no. no. I'm like, I am not an artist today. Uh, <laughs> this is not good. There's a black cloud. What do you do on days like that? So I usually try and give, I've learned to give myself leeway. So, like, I'll tell them I'm going to come on one of these days. Okay. Um, and I'll say most likely, like, for example, like, first of all, I've learned that Mondays are not my day to create. Gotcha. No, like that's my day where like the weekend just and like I need to do laundry. I need like I'm feeling yeah. like like I need to get in order on Monday. So okay. I kind of learn that. But then other ones, I usually tell people like, okay, I'm gonna shoot for Tuesday. Um, if I'm not feeling it Tuesday, do you mind if I come Wednesday or Thursday instead? And okay. as long as they have a flexible schedule, they've been pretty nice. Um, open to that with me because I kind of tell them right from the start. Mm. I'm like it like it's not one of those things you can force. Like I really like yeah. need to like you know be in that. That, that zone. Nice. So I kind of give them a heads up, and it's never been an issue yet. So no, that's really cool. Mm. I, I'm curious if there's anything that you could that like. I, I, this is just out of uh, genuinely like I'm trying to enhance the creative side of what I do, and I'm very analytical. So I try yes. to like. I'm like, is there a thing that you can do? Like, I, I wonder if like in exposing yourself to other creative things does it sometimes help oh, start that absolutely. process? Absolutely, and that's another thing. Um, mm. So I have like learned little things I can do. One is mm. like getting out of the house. Yeah, I have to get out. so like like during summer and fall like I'll go on bike rides mm. and that'll help. Um, one, two, sometimes even just like scrolling through Pinterest, not social media, yeah, but scrolling through Pinterest and just looking up like murals or like or looking up like art or like for you if you like poetry, looking up poetry, yeah, yeah. it kind of ignites something in you. Um, podcasts help obviously, yeah. and then this is this is probably just personal preference, but I've realized if I force myself to get into a headspace. So, like, for maybe some people it would be meditation. But yeah. for me, like, I put on music that doesn't have lyrics. Ooh, okay. That's and, like, a good one. yeah. And so, like, and sometimes, like, if it's, like, nice outside, I'll go somewhere with, like, my notebook. Yeah. And I'll just put on music without lyrics. And I just, like, let my brain get into, like, a creative headspace. Nice. Um, because I've noticed that if I have distraction, I, I kind of, like, argue with my brain. I'm like, I'm not feeling creative today. Uh -huh. Like, the TV's here or the 
the, I, the songs. I don't know. Anything yeah. will distract my brain. It doesn't force it. So okay. those are just little things I've done. No, I like that. That's actually similar. So I have a pre-podcast yeah. routine where I'll put on like a yeah. little playlist and I put, I like to have my headphones on because I feel like I'm really Same. in it. Same, yeah. So I'll throw those on and I'll get some music going and it gets me amped up. Now, I'm going to make a quick suggestion here yes, with please. everybody. Throw it, if you have a guest and you can have the same music, it, it seems to like sync uh, things up almost a little bit where you get this energy going where if you can put something on that's like a mutual thing I that's like, that. oh, what do you guys, like, what do you listen to? What do you like? And you can kind of get everybody going. So I really like that to get everybody on the same page where it gets the energy almost like leveled out I a little that. bit. I love that. That's such a good idea. Yeah. And now I know that, so on your one episode, you said that you do, you were meditating and stuff to help with your anxiety. Yeah. Have you ever tried that to get into like a creative space? Yeah. Um, not, you know, for me, meditation has always been more of a calm down thing. Okay. So I, I'm sure if it was focused and I, something I practiced, it might help, but it's always been to almost calm my mind because it's not a getting racing. Places. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's been a little bit more of that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Definitely. For sure. Okay. So we went through obviously your deepest, most <laughs> undying passion, which is Essentially, I think if we were to summarize it, it's helping people. Yeah, which seems really vague and generic. I which, not, but though. but I but it really does. I mean, that's the thing that I, I genuinely get excited about. And so now you you've deconstructed your life. Yes, you turned it upside down. <laughs> <laughs> you just flipped everything over. Yes. Um, and so now you're in this process mm-hmm. of finding yourself, which in yeah. return gets to help other people. Yes. Okay. So the next step is. So right now. The, the next part of that process, what I've done with my real estate business, because I wasn't just throwing it away, you know, I mm-hmm. put a lot of time and effort there. I've changed that to working strictly with people that are referrals. So now it's all people that I know and like, and it's been a lot easier. So getting out of the, you know, the hunting mindset to expanding the circle to more people that I like has also allowed me to be much more selective with the people that I work with. So now... I don't feel like my energy is being burned so much on people that don't have an appreciation back. So it's so funny you say this, and I'm actually curious if this yeah. ties down to our people pleaser roots. Yeah. Because I did the same thing. Okay. <laughs> I learned that if I, so it's not that I'm only accepting referrals or friends for my yeah. um, weddings, but the majority of mm-hmm. them are referrals or friends. Yes. Or they are clients I feel like a strong connection with right from the beginning, and we build a friendship every time yes so and I realized that by accepting anything and everything it just it didn't feel right I it would give me anxiety I it didn't make me feel passionate and I would like get in my head and then I would just like create scenarios that literally never happened it was just it was really toxic for myself and so I I like said okay like this you can't just quit your career but what can you do to adjust it to bring you more you know, peace and excitement. And I learned that a, because I love people so much that having people in my life that, you know, I form a connection with is the way to do it. Um, and B, why do we let people please like that? Like we don't have to say yes to everything. You know what I mean? And it's like, well, no wonder I was so unaligned. I wasn't doing what I wanted to do. Oh, and it's so (laughs) powerful. And it's funny because then when you start doing that, then you get connected with more people that are already in that. It's insane. that, That line. So all of a sudden, like a year later, yes, my business went down from this past year, but it's already going back up in a better way because now it's becoming more people that I, you know, yeah. that I connect with. and Attract it, and repel, they say. Exactly. That's like the number one thing is like attract and repel. Like, so it's been, it's you just say no wild. To get, yes, you know. And I, I don't know why that was such a hard concept to wrap my head around because I thought that I did it, but I didn't really. You know, I, I told myself I was doing that, but I... I was still taking a lot of stuff I didn't want. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And it's like, and why yeah. do you do that? And I, and, but isn't it so funny? It goes back to your question earlier where you said, can you do something if you don't feel passionate about it? Yeah. <laughs> With my career yeah. in terms of. Apparently not. No, no, I can't. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> well, we we can, and I think all that's the the lesson, right? You can, but is it like hurting you by doing it? It's almost like the self care thing, right? Are yeah. by following this like, like. For me, the, the tough part is like, okay, and probably the same thing with weddings is uh, people don't like to talk about it so much, but there's money involved, right? So yeah, it's like, okay. Like, it is good money. Yeah. So it's I, it's like, okay, maybe I'll suffer a little bit for this. And you know, you do. <laughs> you really do. So it's a trade-off that you have to decide, is it going to be worth yeah. that? And at some point, 
I, I hope for anybody who's working through that process that you can build up a base and get out. Like, you know, that would be my, my thought is get yourself yeah. set up and get out, do what you need to do then. You know what I've never been able to wrap my head around? Mm-hmm. And it's I, I'm almost like envious of it, is mm-hmm. um, people who can find their passion or even if it is their passion is money. Like, yeah. I've never been like that. <laughs> and I, I literally have friends where like that is their passion. Yeah. It doesn't matter what they're doing. Yeah. Even if they like don't find like this like joy or this like excitement in their job, they're like, oh, it's money though. I'm like, what? I'm like, yeah. I turn down money all the time because I'm like, it won't bring me joy. Yeah. Like, like I turn down jobs when I say I turn down money. Like, Definitely. Like what? <laughs> No, I, I 100% relate to that because that's kind of how through like the coaching company that I yeah. was involved with, they would teach. They're like, well, that's the that's the goal. Your goal is to make make money. But at some point, I'm like, I just, it's not worth it. <laughs> like, I just don't want to keep doing it. It's like, so that, interesting. Yeah. 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 I've always I've always wondered like about that. Like, is yeah. that like a nurture thing? Is that a nature thing? You know what I mean? I don't know where it comes from, but <laughs> I mean, to, to those that are doing it. Good for them. Awesome. And I've slowly like tried to like work through like mindset that goes with that. Yeah. But still at the end of the day, it's not my passion. I'll say that. Like <laughs> That's fair. That's totally fair. Um. So, okay. Yeah. So to speak about another thing, yeah. uh, one, another one of your passions. So you keep mentioning coaching. Like you've oh, obviously yeah. been coached. Mm-hmm. Um, you like to help people. Would you ever find passion in coaching other realtors? Or is that not enough, like, help in that, in your mind? No, I like that, and I think that that would be the easiest entry for me. That being said, I I would like to see, you know, maybe more of a life coach role than a specific to real estate agents. Because when I mentioned before that some of the skills are transferable, I think that that does apply. It would require me to have a better setup and knowledge of more things than I do now. but. I like that part. That's more of yeah. exploring and getting to turn into 90, 97 different hobbies that I can find. So, like, that kind of also sits in align with, alignment with what I would like. But, yeah, I would say more of the life coaching role. Um, real estate would be a good jumping off point because I know it very well. I was going to say, could you, like, find little stepping stones that kind of just broaden it over time? It's like maybe you start yeah. with real estate and then maybe you turn into, I don't know, you say you're really analytical. Like, could you help people with, like analytical sides of their businesses or, or side hustles or life, you know? I, I think I have a good connection with people that already excel strong in the in the field of creativity because I, I, I love I love creative people. Like, it brings me so much joy working with them, but I also like trying to help them sort their things out to be like, okay, we can make a plan and really make this thing go. Right, it's me. <laughs> yeah. Help me. <laughs> so. Please, Jake, help me. <laughs> No, I feel like it's a good, like a good connection that I have with that type okay. of person because it's easier for me to see like, okay, y- you focus on big picture. I'm going to help you get the little steps in between. Okay. So that's... Big, oh, that's such a good way to put it. Yeah. That's my problem is I always look at big picture. Yeah. And I get too hype and too excited to the point where then I'm like big picture and I like forget about like the little stepping stones. Yes. There. So, I want it now. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. I want it now. Oh my gosh. I, I, yeah. That's uh actually something that I'm, yeah, I, I really, really enjoy is being able to help those people that focus on big, because that's actually a problem for me sometimes is that I will, I need people around me to help expand my, so it's almost the exact opposite that's problem. That's so funny. Yeah. The analytic talks to the creative. Yes. <laughs> Here we are. Because I get overwhelmed by mm-hmm. too much of a big picture where I'm like, I'll never, mm-mm. like I, yeah. I need to focus day to day and just work on little things because that helps me get to the place that I'm going. So yeah, that's, it's almost the exact opposite problem. <laughs> It's such a different way about how like how we both plan. Yeah. But yeah. it but like you said, both are good. It's just gotta find both. You gotta do both. <laughs> and I think that having other people around you isn't is necessary because when you get into like personality types and all of that, it helps expand the way that you think. Yeah. And you have a strong suit and then you might have a weakness, so getting people around you in your life that can help you with your weaknesses, like it's you're gonna, wonderful. And you're gonna pair off them well. Do you um side note, do you know your Enneagram number? Oh, I don't know. I'm sorry. I feel like you're. I feel like I might know what you are, but I'm gonna make you take the test. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> sorry, they're not gonna get to find out, but okay. no worries. <laughs> They'll have to. You'll have to do the test. Do you do you know what it is? No, I actually don't know. Oh, about you're it. just sitting here clueless. Okay. Yeah, please. I was gonna ask. <laughs> it's a personality test. Okay. So there's like numbers one through nine, I think maybe ten, um, and it's not like it's not like those BuzzFeed quizzes. Sure. Like it's like a genuine personality test, and okay. like. It's it's so intriguing to me. Like there's so much psychology in it, and interesting. So you'll have to you'll have to look into it. And gotcha. it's so and it's so funny because 
it'll tell you like so like i'm a seven mm -hmm. and if you were to read like the personality traits of a seven it mm -hmm. is just so like right on oh my gosh creepy and it's not like a horoscope where you're like oh well obviously like i want to think that's so why i align with it like it really is is it like scaled like one is like the most of this to like or is it more of they're all individual things they're all individual okay gotcha yeah i believe so and then you can have like a wing so that would mm -hmm. be like your like sub personality like you still favor traits of Got that it. number interesting and yeah it's completely unrelated <laughs> <laughs> um okay so yep. since it is the new year yes and since we are self-aware people and we love goals and we love planning i want to ask you a couple of your goals Shoot. so let's start with three personal Okay, personal goals. You know what's funny? As I wrote all these down, I'm not you gonna. You did? Uh, yeah, I, I had... probably should have given you warning. Oh no, it's okay. Not I wonder me. if I can pull them up quickly. <laughs> uh, so I know. So personal goals. There are a couple things that I was focus focusing on this year, and some of them are kind of silly, but they're just things that I've always wanted to do. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe I shouldn't say they're silly. Yeah. Goals. If you hey, if you care, you care. <laughs> so travel is a big one for me. So okay. I want to have at least uh, I, I try to do at least four trips a year, and I got really into camping last year. So I have like a trailer and stuff now. So I so I have all these trips planned where I I haven't decided the destination, but I try to get an approximate time frame of where I'm gonna when I'm gonna go okay. because I'm kind of a last minute planner type person where I'm like. Every year around my birthday, I take a vacation. I don't know where it's going to be, but I'll decide like the week before and I'll leave. So, so I have the rough dates, depending on like what my work schedule is. I give like a week or two leeway four times a year. Okay. Um, I have, I want to do at least five camping trips. Uh, personal goals other than that, this is an interesting one. So I, in a previous life of mine, when I was a wee lad, I had a real strong interest in playing music. And I oh, never... Cool. Yeah, I, I never really, I used to like sing in bands in high school, but they were terrible. So I've always had this like weird dream of mine to be like, to be able to show up at like a coffee shop and play a song. So I want to learn at least one song on guitar that I can play and sing. I love that. And just drop in, play my song and, and like go. take off. <laughs> and maybe that turns into more songs eventually. But I want, my goal is by the end of the year, I can learn one singular song. So I have to learn guitar and I have to. Sing a little bit. Well, I can probably pick something that matches my voice. I was going to say, voice. yeah, I feel like you could. So, okay. so that's a personal one um, outside of travel. And you said you wanted three of them? Yeah. Perfect. So I started doing, like, hobby photography just yeah. for the fun of it. I really like landscape photography. I just enjoy it. It's pretty. So I'm trying to do... Uh, four different locations a week so just oh, pop in different cool. spots it might be a park it might be something but just just take you know and i'll take a bunch of pictures but just shoot four locations a week so those are some personal That's, ones those are me. really good like concrete ones like it's yeah. not like take more pictures it's like take four a week you know what i mean yes like so, we were saying the other day we were texting and i said i have to put numbers in front of things otherwise i won't commit to it <laughs> what we just talked about right the yeah. small that's actually something that i got from my coaching organization is if you don't have a number associated with your goal you probably aren't gonna follow it so interesting yeah all right so we got the three personal um give me three business it might yeah. fall in line with what we've been talking about but of course so one of them and actually i think that the the podcast falls into business for me okay, because cool. that's something that ideally i would like to whether it's part of my business currently that grows or becomes a bigger part of it. So I have 100 episodes is my goal for the year. Heck yes. And I want to have 25 guests. So thanks, guest number one. Woo! I appreciate it. Well, Wait, am I? You're, well, I actually, I had one other. Uh, I was going to say, you did have one other person. Guest right? number one of 2022. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Yes, that's, awesome. So that's, that's one for that. Um, another work-related goal. I still wanted to keep my real estate transactions up a little bit from last year. So I have 25 uh, real estate transactions. And then I do some like home photography on the side just to continue working that muscle yeah. a little bit. So I just had a pretty small goal of just 25 houses to cool. photograph. So all okay. easy stuff. Yeah. All right. And then I have one last one. Um, so three like like personal, like emotional, like Ooh, like okay. it could be like meditate more or it could be like go to therapy, like whatever, or like maybe work on your confidence, like something yes. that's like more to do with like, what what is the word for that? Like, I guess it would be like self-development, self-development, kind of? yeah. emotional wellness, I emotional wellness. There's the word. Okay. Yeah. So this one's interesting. I read a book and it was the first book I read this year that was on different types of relationship styles because I was interested in like how I act as a person in relationships. Mm -hmm. So that was a big one for me. So I'm working on this like whole little self-improvement journey okay. of like, 
um, like attachment styles. I was gonna. I was just yeah. gonna say, is it the attachment yeah, styles? Yeah, yeah. So I learned all about those too. Okay, so yeah. yeah. So I was. That was a, a kind of a jumping off point. So I'm trying to pay more attention to who I am in my personal relationships and my romantic relationships, and that's that's a big one for me because I know I have some tendencies. You know, we all do to do certain things that are like you know you're gonna push people away a little bit. So yeah. I'm trying to be more self aware of those things. Um, that's a big one. Another, I'd say like a emotional wellness goal would be trying to be this is i don't know how this relates to emotion but it does for me is that i I know i have to keep physically active because if i don't it lets all of the negativity creep back into my life like some people go to the gym to work on their body i go to work on my brain because otherwise therapeutic for you (laughs) if i don't like i will be a wreck so that is that's a big one for me and then i'd say the last one it's it's pretty simple but it's just it, it actually sits in line with travel because that's kind of the same mm. thing. It's like this almost meditation for me. And there, that's actually a time where I do meditate. I love doing yoga like outside cool. on a camping trip. Oh, it's one of my favorite things. Oh, I believe it. Sun's rising in the morning. It's like 6 a.m. and everybody else that is That is like asleep. the definition of peace. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's so it's so beautiful. Like that's like the, the best as far as like mentally my peak. That's it. Oh, I love that. Yep. Okay. All right. So one last question. And, and then I won't make you rant anymore. Sure. Um. If, if someone wanted to find their passion, yeah. and we might have already talked about this, but what would what would your advice be to them? Yeah, so I think we, yeah, mm-hmm. we did talk about it a little bit, but my number one advice is two steps. First one, take a minute, and it gets really exciting when there's something that you think that you have, especially if you're already moving in a direction. Try and visualize what your life looks like if you accomplish the goal that you set. I think that that's an important one. I love that. Imagine what it looks like. And then decide if that's something that you want. Now, once you've made that decision, go ahead and break it down into some steps and put some numbers on things so you can really say, I'm going to do this by then and keep track of it. Find somebody to talk to with about it yeah. and just make those you know attainable goals follow them. Judging by that answer alone, I, I think you might have that life coach thing going for you I could see it I'm not kidding I could see it in your future I could like that that was such a good answer and so so insightful like that's something that I don't know it sounds simple but like when you like really like take a step back and think about doing that it's like oh oh what do I want for my life I love that yeah and it is right it is it's one of those things things are simple sometimes but they're just not easy right all right Jake so where can people find you and where can they find your podcast and all that jazz (laughs) So, Jake Sudnick, you can look me up there on Spotify. This podcast is called Finding Self. Spotify is the best spot for it. There's also the Finding Self Instagram and Facebook page should be up soon. I've been delaying, by so end it of week, will right? be there by the end of the week. By the time that you listen to this, yeah, it'll by be this, by time. It'll be there soon. I'll hold you accountable. <laughs> so, those are the spots for me. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jake. That was seriously such a good talk. I, I wish we could have these talks like every day. Like. It's just so motivating and so wonderful. So everyone, be sure to go ahead and check out Jake's podcast. Like we said, it's called Finding Self, and it's on Spotify. If you liked this episode, please, please, please share it with your friends. It makes me so happy. Tag me on Instagram or Facebook. You can find me at Aristasia, at A-R-A-S-T-A-S-I-A. If you're on Apple, please leave a review. Also, it makes me incredibly happy. And also be sure to join our Facebook group, Passion and Potential. Just type it in and it should come up. We do all kinds of motivation in there. It's just a wonderful group of people. So that being said, till next time, my friends.